Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Show Me Potato Salad podcast. This show is brought to you by our good friends over at Clinkstone Brewery. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan JJ Layden. With me today, we have Callum Loopy Smith. All right, all right, all right. We also have Ewan Junior Smith. Morning. And last but certainly not least, Keith, no nickname Riddick. What's happening? Later on in the show, we have Xbox on host and Twitch streamer Bexbomb joining us. But before all that, we'll chat about Call of Duty's Warzone's one-year anniversary and VR and different controllers. And around off the show, as always, with our salad dressings of the week. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook to keep up with the date, up to date with the podcast. Follow, like, share, subscribe, and let us know you're listening. Also, if you listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating because we're sound. Aye. Right, boys. One year anniversary of Warzone. How do we feel Fuck about shite. that? <laughs> Broken. <laughs> Delete. If I'm I'm honest, if I'm honest. If it wasn't for that, though, during lockdown. Oh, yeah. It was a good lifeline to have. Like, that's like before lockdown kicked off, like, I thought it was maybe going to be a few weeks. And I don't think I'd owned a PlayStation or Xbox or anything for probably about 15 years. <laughs> and and then I remember, like, hearing you guys all chatting in the WhatsApp about, like, going on COD and, like, all stuff that had been happening on COD. And I was like, do you know what? See, if we're going to be not able to see people for a good wee while, I think this could be a good shout. And it was an absolutely brilliant shout. In that you've, aspect, you've been on like twice. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> In that aspect, though, that like social element that we've all been on probably near enough every night of the week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like yeah, it's, anyway. it's probably kept at least us boys, and probably there's, there's probably guys out there and girls as well. Sorry. But there's probably people out there that this has actually helped them throughout this mm-hmm. and actually yeah, kept so. them sane. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I must admit, like, for the most for the start of lockdown, I was on furlough, and then this kind of kept me going because I'm like, right, I'll, I'll go and do this today and do that, and then it's all right, I'm on, I'm on with the boys later. Mm-hmm. Whereas, no, like, typically you just go through the motions of oh, we're watching this other program today, oh, this is rubbish. Whereas, you were going on jumping on Warzone, okay, we're getting fucking demolished. We're getting hackers left, right, and center. But we're <laughs> having a laugh with the boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not for your self-esteem, but for your mental health. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My back was sore. From what? Carrying oh. you fucking boys a whole thing. Oh, you t- tee them up for that one, JJ. Hey. No, I'm not teeing them up for that one. The only reason he carries us is because of him. It's yeah, his fault. It's his fault we're in those lobbies. Absolutely. Minging lobbies. If you weren't uh, such a giant specky virgin that games all the time, then you wouldn't be as good. So I don't think we really played that much together before lockdown, to be honest. We like played occasionally together, but when lockdown really hit, that's when we were on constantly with each I other. I think I think when we look back at this, like no long after COVID and all this stuff in about two, three years or whatever. We'll look back at this and go, holy shit, like this was a kind of like masterpiece in a sense of gaming. I know it's they not like a master I know it's not a masterpiece in terms no, of they, the they, game, I know what you mean, yeah. The time that it came like, out and everything, the amount of folk time that it came out, the people that were on it. Yeah. it it's it's reminded me of back when I was like sixteen and I was like we discuss it in the episode when I got my Xbox three sixty and online gaming came in to kind of play and you're on till three o'clock in the morning with your mates. It's not the actual real game that you remember. 
No, it's, it's the banter that you've got on the crack. Yeah. 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 And that's which what is, I think. Which is probably what, what possibly pushed us towards starting the pod as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we're sitting there having chats, like talking chat about stuff. Have, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, why not just fucking put it out there? You just need to bring some of that yeah, good chat to the all been... pod. <laughs> 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 the pod's a lot yeah, less ragey, been... to be fair. Mm. That's because well, we would get fucking deleted if we were to be as ragey. We were having good chats on there, and I'm. Like halfway through the chat, we're having to get cut off because we're getting sniped from left, right, and center by some hacker. <laughs> yeah, right, been like, downed. Why don't we do this in a calming atmosphere? Yeah, <laughs> fucking no one's not throwing a controller across the room. You think <laughs> this is a calming atmosphere? <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> calming about doing this with you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when this is about the fifth take because your Wi Fi is dreadful. <laughs> I know, for fuck's sake, Keith. Shit Wi Fi. <laughs> No, I think I think um, touching on it being a year old, I, I I just don't get how a company that big still has so much problems. Because with... people still play it and it takes them money, so they don't care. That's true. I think I mean, there's an element are, of that, and an element people are finding new of ways of hacking <laughs> and stuff as well. It's like anything. It's like that's why cybersecurity and stuff's such a huge area at the moment. Because people are finding different ways to hack around different things. You know, people have enhanced securities. People find ways to get around the enhanced securities. It's it's a constant cat and mouse. There's a wee bit yeah. of difference between cybersecurity and fucking wall hacks. Well, not really, no, because he's not <laughs> no, about, we, we, he's speak about, about whole, we speak about well, the business, no. I think. We, speak <laughs> yeah. a, we kind of speak about it in the episode. And we kind of speak about how gaming is now taken over from like movies and music like and one of the four that's our beginning nowadays so the amount of hackers we come across tells you how much money people are making selling these hacks and cheats yeah yeah so that's, that's why like, the, that's why they keep the game in. like a game like fortnite when people they the people that made fortnite actually started suing the people that made the hacks they didn't go after the folk that had the hacks they went after the folk that made them and they sued them and they fucking got so much money off of it. It was unfucking real. And now you're lucky if you see one hacker a fucking month on Fortnite. Yes. Yeah. So Activision, yeah. pull your fucking finger out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Do something that's, about it. That's the one thing that probably gets us more than anything is hackers. Like, I, Jonathan I, Hogan. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't mind getting beat by whoever because I'm shite at the game. But when you're getting beat by hackers, it just ruins it. it yeah, I don't see what joy you get out of winning a game that way either. Like it it's such a hollow victory. Like yeah. I um I watched I watched this um this mm. a stream and it was two guys who stream regularly and they game daily and they'd allowed a streamer uh, it's not sorry a streamer, they allowed a, a hacker to come and join them as their third for their trio party. And they literally just questioned him. They didn't grill him or anything. They were like, look, why do you do it? Like, what's the point? And the guy was like, I pay a monthly subscription for like wall hacks or aimbot or whatever. Um, And his basic answer was Mm. like, I do it because I can't beat them. So I join them. Like I went so Mm. many months getting pumped up the ass doing it. Like Mm. I just bought them and, and joined them and it makes it so much easier. So yeah i mean that's that's some motivation behind it i suppose (laughs) yeah oh well right anyway moving moving on a little bit so this week i was getting i I was kind of discussing someone the the episode and we were discussing gaming and whatnot 
and we got onto the topic of arcades and obviously old school arcades. And what he was saying was back in the day, arcades would have different control, like controls on the arcades mm-hmm. yeah. for all different games. Yeah. yeah. So it would be like, uh, you know, you get a joystick for one game. Remember the old school ones, you would have like a ball. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. golf ones had that, but there was other ones had that, and then you just get your typical little joystick with your your, your two buttons, buttons at the side. and stuff. But yeah. what what I was going to bring to you boys was, do you think that might become popular? Obviously, we I touch on VR a little bit as well, and that they're now bringing out you no know, controllers specifically for certain games and stuff like that. Do you think that's the way gaming's going to go, or do you think? No, would you guys I don't. Reckon? I don't I mean, think VR just... will ever be the forefront of gaming. I think I VR, VR will be, but I think VR is know, going to like, be used more for work aspects, like say oil companies using VR or fucking even architects and stuff like that. I don't think it'll ever be pushed to. It is pushed on gaming, but I don't think it'll ever be the forefront of it. I don't think it's going to be there and for a long time anyway. I think it'll depend on how cheap it becomes and how readily available, readily available it is as well. But then again, I suppose as the technology advances, things do become cheaper. Um, you know, generally when they're first breaking out, they tend to be far more expensive than what they are when every single company in the world can make them. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So you may find if that happens that it it might switch around. Do you think it almost is a bit gimmicky just now? No, one of those things, it's a little trend. When when we had like, remember when we had like the Wii, that was kind of like, oh, this is all different. No, don't get me wrong. (laughs) But do you you still play it? Well, no, it's a dead console. No, but you you played PS4 Mm -hmm. for... Four six years. years because it was the only it was only it was the only console out though for that generation that xbox was a generation one. of consoles there but, was xbox yeah, but, one if you wanted i'm not an xbox person there was the connect if you wanted not an xbox person yeah but do you get you get what i'm not like, i get what you mean yeah i get yeah, what you mean there's other dickhead. consoles out there's other consoles out there to play but yeah the, the wii was its own generation of a thing but then the wii u came out and then they scrapped that after four or five years and then they released the nintendo switch i think even at the time you had what did you have? A play- PlayStation Three. PlayStation Three when the and Wii an came Xbox out. And an Xbox Three Sixty. Yeah. yeah. Like, you had all the opportunity to play the Wii at that point, Doesn't and you may be dead for a little bit. But I think that was more the game selection on the Wii rather than the actual mm. console concept. You know, the concept I'm of being able to use the remotes to control to control the game was great, but you could bowl or play golf. Uh, whereas, you know, like the the variety of games, I think they're obviously were more established in the other games consoles because they've obviously been operating longer and I think they were like just the more Wii popular was, games. The Wii was the first big console that Nintendo really put out. Where obviously they always had handheld mobile consoles and where you had Sony like, and you had Sony the, and Microsoft pushing the PlayStation 1, 2, 3 and the Xbox, the original Xbox, the, orig- the Xbox 360. It was a big step for Nintendo to then push a main console, a home console, at the same time where the 360 was out and it was the biggest console ever, one of the biggest consoles ever made and the PlayStation 3 was out. So it was yeah. a big leap for Nintendo to actually do. Yeah. And it, it did pull off, don't get me wrong, they fucking sold so much units for the Nintendo Wii. But maybe not the right time to do it, maybe. I don't know, maybe that was... But I mean, were they not one of the starting forces for gaming, you know, with like the N64? Yeah, they were, but it was always, things. it was like, then they went to handheld and mobile mm-hmm. consoles after that. Which you actually saw PlayStation trying to do with the PSP. The PSP and the PSP. And that Vita. died a death, didn't it? 
Well, the PSP, the PS Vita was actually really good, and it sold a lot, but they just never went I d- anywhere. With I it. just think, I just think as well, with uh, kind of going on to that stuff, your phone you can get so much on nowadays. Yeah, mm-hmm. your phone's a computer in your fucking hand. Yeah, that I think that's killed off the likes of these handheld. Obviously, yeah. you mm-hmm. still get. You've got the PS Switch, uh, PS Switch, fucking the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Switch has sold so much. It's one of the even during the first lockdown, there was so much folk buying Nintendo Switches. I think there's like, a little bit of nostalgia about stopped. that as well, though, because it's like Game Boy. Yeah, like it's similar. It's like it's like the new version of Game Boy. Um, I think that's why it's probably sold so well as well from folk from our kind of generation who grew up playing Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Of then gone, oh well, the Switch is out. It's I can do all the same things that I done on on a Game Boy. I can do that on a Switch. So they no, no, I've it. got a Switch. I played the Switch for about six months, and now it's over there in the background collecting dust. I did the same <laughs> with my PlayStation. <laughs> like, i played animal crossing like religiously religiously for like six months and then i kind of was like i'm oh, fucking arsed it's boring now and that's what i kind of mean by it's not gimmicky because no, you but you could you start could that play way, but you could play you could play the switch on yeah, the tv i can play I, yeah I, our, and i do i play mario don't get me wrong if like say me and sarah are bored i'll put into, i'll put mario kart on and we'll just play mario kart on but the you can TV. also get you can also get games that you actually play you on a regular caught. yeah you can get fucking racing games that you can fucking play, but it's just it's not up to par with the big main consoles, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I th- I think I do think we're we're miles away from the likes of VR becoming a being the front runner. I, I've played. I think it saying it'll never happen is. Nah, I don't think it'll ever be the front. I don't. I still don't think, think it'll it be the front happen. runner. I've, I, it I've might not be a front runner, but I, I could games. see it definitely be happening there, with yeah. the way things are going. I mean, look at things like cars and stuff. You know, when cars first started having like automatic parking, they could park themselves, and everyone thought that was a little now Tesla's fucking. And now you get cars that literally drive themselves. Yeah, but I, I'm it. still not. I'm still not sure because even with the likes of Wii, it was all no stand up and you can bowl, and then by about six months that year, you're all sitting on your couch just flicking your wrist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they kind of worked out that loophole, really, didn't yeah. they? But I think that would be kind of the same with VR. No, you're standing up, you're moving around, and then all of a sudden people just go, I can't be fucked with this. I'm to be there. fair, though, I've, I've played um, on a VR. Uh, there was a guy at work had one on one of the sites, and it had, like, a boxing game on it, and then, like, some kind of... It was, it was like Guitar Hero, but it wasn't. It was something similar. And you can't sit down to play it, like... and. They're very, very disorientating. Yeah. Well, you yeah, see, you have a crack of video oh, where you are. The videos, at, the videos the are so funny. They look at what? Did they look at Diddy's? Look I was, at, I was at work. At I was at yeah. work. Nobody can see. No so if you can no, be honest, no one can see what you're looking at. <laughs> what are you doing, Callum? Like that? Uh, I'm grabbing something that's up on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. Putting a book on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the handyman game where I need to put up a shelf. <laughs> but the, the videos the videos of the fails on vr oh, incredible <laughs> so like how so brutal good. do you have to be to push someone like that when they're in a vr set <laughs> i mean there's literally one it must be like a 60 year old guy and his like son or something just shoves him into a fence <laughs> uh, the day was this old guy doing like a boxing game and he's like fucking full on going for it and he falls into the fucking tv and it's absolutely fantastic there is yeah, one so i've fun. seen that i would like to try it's it's so it's like a vr headset and you've got you've got a gun and you're on oh, is this the, the like a little treadmill thing so it's like a little pod and you're standing mm. on like a circular pod 
but you can't move because there's a belt thing that goes around your waist that attaches you to the pod. And when the you're track running, moves with your speed. Yeah, and the track yeah. moves with your speed. And then you can turn and all sorts of stuff. It I looks think the military fucking use ace. Like that for, that for COD would be unbelievable. I done oh, something similar. I done something similar. <laughs> Disney had something similar. I went to downtown Disney and they had something similar. And it was like, it came from above. You chucked the set on from like, above your head and you would move about, but you kind of stay still and like, no, like what you're saying, it goes mm-hmm. with your movement sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool, but if I'm honest, I think it's pretty gimmicky. Yeah, but I mean, would you really want to do that in the end of an evening when you want to just relax and play a bit of cod? Yeah, anyway? exactly. Yeah. Like, imagine me, imagine me playing cod. Up the treadmill. Well, how, with, I'm just how jumping on, boys. Imagine me on a fucking <laughs> yeah. treadmill. Okay, <laughs> like hundred miles an hour. You'd be, you'd you'd be in room. pretty decent shape if you were a hardcore gamer, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd be. I'd, my legs would be fucking massive from all the running. Aye. You'd be running like Mo Farah by the end of the month. <laughs> we're onto something there. We're on. Yeah. <laughs> Solve the obesity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, boys, I think it's time to move on to our guests for for this evening. This segment is sponsored by Ice Sports Caledonia, the exclusive importers of Fisher Ice Hockey equipment for the north of Scotland. Check them out on Facebook at Ice Sports Caledonia with a web shop coming soon. Enjoy. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Diving into the salad bowl with us today, we have the world's okayest gamer, and pro beer pong athlete and Xbox on host, Bex Bomb. How are you Hello. doing, Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for that intro. Why? Wow, what a smart and clever person would have thought of something like that <laughs> to introduce me. I love it. We did not steal your Instagram bio. Right. <laughs> we just thought we'd be pleasant scenes how you're the first female guest and we didn't I want know. to slate you. So. Oh, that's all right. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be your first female guest. Can't wait for some yeah. more as well. Whoa. I feel honoured. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. You should awesome. Awesome. Just wait until the end and wait and see if you still <laughs> no, feel honoured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Regret. <instead>. So, <laughs> right. Bex, we usually like to chuck it all the way back to the start at the beginning of the interview. Um, okay. What was your first memory of gaming? Um, Grace, okay. Do you know what? Um, It's all a bit jumbled up because my memory is terrible as it is, but I think Oh, okay here we go oh we've got some time it's fine I think one of the earliest memories was probably playing um at my cousin's house playing SSX Tricky have you guys played that before the snowboarding game yep yep fantastic um, game yeah chef's kiss honestly fantastic <laughs> and I, I I think they gave it to me as a joke like the controller and they were like oh you're actually you actually can play the game okay understood um but apart from that, I think that was before I had a console or anything to myself because it wasn't until I was, I think, uh, seven for Christmas, I got my first Xbox um, from uh, Parentals. Um, and before that, I had this game that it's so scuffed. It only could run on my auntie and uncle's PC because we didn't have a good enough <laughs> PC. But it was Barbie Secret Agent. <laughs> and no joke, that is a, a class act. That was like, you know groundbreaking game right there um so that was probably like the first game i owned and some of the earliest gaming memories i have and then it was the xbox um and again with ssx as well i had that for the original xbox that was like one of the first games i owned um so it was really all about snowboarding really when i was younger Sports. good choice yeah some of, some of those uh some of those low-key pc games uh-huh there was something else i don't remember yeah. i don't remember 
wasting hours on PC games, and they were horseshit, really. Yeah. But <laughs> there was think, oh, there was another one. There was fun. I had one that was um. This sounds so nerdy, but it was like uh, a jump ahead, and it was like a okay. It was like a school game or something like that. Like it's just maths and English, and I was like, oh, <laughs> embarrassing. But it, it was good fun, I think. And Minesweeper, you know, a classic. Classic. Yeah. I think I spent most of my time with the computer would have been, was it just called it's Frog? Grandpa's. Like we really had a little frog that you had to like get well. across the road. That's Frog, or like Frogger. Frogger. Oh yeah. Brilliant game. Brilliant. I'm going to have to try to find it. Get it on the map. You definitely yeah. just killed the frog on purpose. Cruel bastard. <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> no Do such a thing. Frog fan. <laughs> I swear you could probably get it on your phone or something like that. Oh, I'm going to have to try and find it. That's how you serial that killers start. <laughs> <laughs> killing animals. <laughs> no. Just start killing animals in games and it's real life shit. Just for the record, I love all animals for people that are listening. <laughs> Apart Dogs from cats. Only. Dogs only. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> so going from working in game in Aberdeen while you were yeah. studying at uni to working at Xbox now down in London, how big mm. of a leap was that for you and how did it kind of come about? Um, it, it didn't feel too much of a big leap. Looking back, it definitely is quite... Um, weird to think about now in reflection but at the time um, at the time it was very much like let's just go for it and then see what happens and then it happened mm. and I was like oh okay um, but I mean I loved I loved working at game in Aberdeen so much and um, shout out to those guys um, it was it was really fun and yeah they're a great group of people and um, it it opened my eyes so much to like so much more in gaming I think obviously mm. rather than just me playing games <laughs> like Assassin's Creed or something like that I was like oh then I can do like retail I was like I might as well do something involved with games if I want to a, get a job and also play games and I was like that's pretty sweet um so yeah that was really cool how it came about was um I I was working in game and one of my colleagues Duncan like um mentioned there was um, something called Insomnia, which is a gaming festival in the UK. I don't know if you guys have maybe heard of it. Um, no. But game, um, like through the company, they put it on like every year and stuff like that. It's just UK based. But um, he said like I should get involved in that because I was speaking about, I think I was speaking about like events like E3 or EGX mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like, wow, like I'd love to go to those like still like, teeny buffered really I, was, I think it was like 18 at the time like oh yeah that sounds so cool and I was like just do it and then I was like oh yeah that sounds cool and through working events I got to work like quite a few different insomnias and um, they're basically like yeah just big gaming events so there's like cosplay um esports tournaments um they get like guests in like um youtubers streamers every, everything like that um, but I would work on the game sound, so it was just like a wee game pop-up. The same as like Comic-Con events like that eventually worked too with game. And um, that like opened up like a whole new world of loads of different like areas of gaming and the industry and how like gaming intertwines with other industries and stuff. Um, and really it built my confidence up so much, but also just kind of inspired me a lot to um look for something further because I was studying um I studied management with marketing at RGU 
and I like that like I thought advertising was really fun and it was actually it was because of like the old like Call of Duty um like live action trailers they used to put out like around about Christmas time and stuff any gaming like a live action trailer I normally get like choked up at because obviously (laughs) they pay loads of big bucks but it looks really cool and I'm like oh that's so cool um and so that's why I was kind of studying it and then working these events I was like well actually I could probably piece the two together and get a job doing something I enjoyed and was interested in but in a path I also loved um and yeah and then so after that came um and after that sorry it was through Twitter that I found out about this role down in London and it was for um Xbox Interactive which is um like a streaming channel that also broadcasts on websites like uh, game.co.uk um and customers can like interact with the chat online and like ask questions like you would with a sales assistant but it's just digital um which i think is a really cool idea but um yeah so the marketing head of the uk sam um he posted a wee tweet just asking for uk-based streamers that had retail experience um and so some of my friends who had met working at these events tagged me in it and i was like i saw i was like it was based in london as well obviously and i was still up here i i was still in uni at the time yeah and um yeah just doing my thing but i just dropped a dm like linked my twitch and a little bit about my experience um with retail and like what i'd done so far and stuff like that and then yeah i heard back a couple of weeks later for an email and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like they want to, I didn't think anything of it. Sorry, I should point that out. Like <laughs> send this DM and I was like, whatever, it's never going to happen. But at least like I can say, you know, this is quite cool. I wasn't even looking to kind of break into or like find a job then and there. Cause again, I was still at uni. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of thought like, let's just do it and see whatever happens, happens. It's experience at the end of the day um so yeah they emailed me back for a screen test come down um and so I oh gosh I I was like okay yeah sure um <laughs> I might as well go again for the experience and I took the flipping mega bus down so it was like 12 <laughs> hours the night before <laughs> let me tell you I think I will never ever do that again like I, it's very cheap very effective but oh my gosh it was like tragic the entire time but it was fine we got there did the screen test so I was like yeah I think that went okay it was fine they just had me sitting down at an xbox on a screen and then someone in the next room across like pretended to type questions in so as if i was the streamer answering questions like a customer would um and so that was all well and good went home thinking that was cool like nice experience whatever we'll see what happens and then yeah i think i think it was like maybe a couple of days or a week later i heard back and they said that i got the job and i was hmm. like i couldn't believe it at the time i was like sitting there in disbelief like staring at my screen i was like i did not think this through um, <laughs> <laughs> like oh no <laughs> like oh yay but also oh no what did i do um so that was kind of it i was like do you know what I just kind of have to go with it and spoke to uni about taking a year out they were really supportive about it because obviously it was a really huge opportunity um and yeah I was really supportive of it so I put it on pause for a year of my studies um, and then ended up graduating last year um but yeah just just moved down within the space of like 
two months or something like literally it was like the full summer that that is what it was actually I think it was like July I went for the screen test and then by September the second was my first day on the job so it felt really fast at the time um but it's been like really incredible and I think like I've really appreciated everything that's kind of like led to this um because at the start of uni I I kind of struggled because in first year I did like a little bit too much partying and <laughs> didn't go to classes um Wouldn't know don't do that, that. <laughs> keeps, keeps shaking keeps, his head keeps an expert <laughs> every day at uni oh I'm so sorry no not me um, <laughs> and so I struggled and I had to like reset a year and then another year because of like one class that was really keeping me um like struggled I guess um and that was a big culture shock because at school it did very well but um it was all good and but now again like thinking back I'm so grateful that things happened the way it is because I've met way more people I've taken on experiences I probably wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have worked like events and stuff for game I wouldn't have taken on any extra um things because I would have focused on my studies a little bit more and then I should have and I probably wouldn't be where I am today um so it was pretty cool but yeah that was that was a long way to answer your question (laughs) (laughs) just really love talking about myself apparently so question answered (laughs) one one thing we were saying just the other day we we were watching your stream on Sunday oh yeah is it horror? Is it horror stream? Horror game, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah spooky Sundays. We saying, spooky Sundays, yeah, that's spooky it. Sundays. But what we were saying was, it's actually really good how you do interact. Aww, because like, there's, there's obviously there's there's streamers out there that just play mm. their game and that's that's it, and they obviously yeah. do that way. But it's it was nice to see that, like, it wasn't just a case of us sitting and watching a game. Yeah, actually, interact, and I think that probably yeah. it obviously helped with you getting the role, and also it kind of. Mm makes people more engaged i think absolutely i'm just thinking there can you imagine if it had been you and it had gone down for that interview you were sitting there and that person's in another room typing your questions and you're just like fuck off i'm trying to fucking do this <laughs> i know it was fortnite as well so i was like at the time i was like trying I to clutch up and look good <laughs> one, I one by I couldn't game do that i couldn't read messages and like yeah, you I'm can't play PlayStation. I'm bad enough. Think... Like I'm bad enough. Yeah, Keith. Keith's Honestly, just not good at gaming. Oh, <laughs> it is. I think people probably um like think like I like playing games, so therefore like I'll stream. And yeah, that does work for a lot of people. But like you say, like um oh, that uh, this role that I'm in now has definitely helped like my own stream. I would say for that reason, like learning how to communicate efficiently across a, a screen which I'm sure a lot of people are doing these days too but um it is hard to like I mean sometimes I do get like swept up and I'm like I haven't said anything for like two straight minutes <laughs> like oh no <laughs> completely ignoring them but um no thank you for saying that that's really nice of you um it's a lot of fun though once I'd you get into it. it yeah you get too angry but you keep trying to push me to stream and I'm like not not a good idea because I think your anger will make it funny. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> what? Really good at games, but terrible at interacting with folk and just telling everybody to piss off. Could you imagine just like reading out the messages as well? Let's try a game away. And 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 the, and, and, and oh, I have just to leave it. <laughs> it's gone. It's scrolled off. You need to set up like a bot to, to read the questions. I just do out text to, to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but you we get forgot, fucked by fans. We forgot to ask at the start there. What's what's the tipple for the night there, Bax? I see you. Is that a beer? Oh, sorry. That a I didn't want to say anything unless I wasn't allowed. Oh, no, it's all <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> I'm having a wee hazy IPA, which is absolutely delicious. It's from Voodoo Ranger. Um, the, and it kind of tastes like... um. Was it kind of like uh it reminds me of like magic rock brewing as well as like beaverton if you guys like that it would very much fit in at like cask or when boozy cow is a thing that sort of vibe um I but boozy it's cow. been yeah so do i honestly <laughs> um but it do be delicious that's what <laughs> drinking tonight <laughs> so um Bex, you, you kind of touched on obviously being mm. exposed to a, a wider range of the gaming industry when you went down to those events mm. where do you see sort of gaming sort of becoming like where do you see it going do you see it becoming more like pc and online store orientated with obviously mm. a lot of companies releasing digital only versions um of their consoles and things like that mm-hmm. um it's a good question i i i think there'll always be a space for it uh the same there is like a lot of things like um i think live events are are really special and you know especially like massive esport tournaments like the uh call GE events or overwatch league etc i mean there's there's hundreds of them but um i think that'll always have its place and speaking personally like i most of my games are digital absolutely or i'm playing them on game pass it's like I, I don't even need to buy games anymore like i'll just play them through um game pass but um i still love and will absolutely spend way too much money on like collector's items or maybe like um collector's editions of games and stuff i still think they're really sick and really ace and stuff so um i think and thinking back to like when i worked at game as well like midnight launches were some of my favorite parts of the job because um just seeing everyone so hyped or like excited about a a new release or a game that was like beloved like the fallout 4 midnight release is like one of my favorite nights i ever worked in retail um it's just always i think i'll always have a place for it um I really appreciate that, like, digital versions of consoles and also um, digital versions of game or, like, services like Game Pass makes it a lot more accessible to a wider range of people, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But, do you know, I think a lot of gamers and people still appreciate, like, the physical items and um, collector's edition and, and meeting up at these events and things. And going into a store to speak to someone sometimes as well. Like I loved like meeting regulars all the time in game two. They were pretty sick. I'm just socially awkward and buy all my games <laughs> online. <Aww. laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I bought a digital game though. I always buy disc yes. of games. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, I I never buy digital mainly because I can't be asked waiting for it to download. Mm, true. But true. It's, I always go for discs and I'm mm. the same as you I always get a collector's version nice. and then spend too much money yeah <laughs> it's been yeah. A, it's been a while since well because of lockdown I've not mm. quite got a disc for the most part it's just been fuck it, I'll just get digital yeah I don't need to leave the house <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah I haven't oh gosh yeah I haven't bought a what was the last I think the last physical game I bought was Borderlands 3 because again, I wanted the player position for that, so I just got that. But gosh, that was years ago now. Well, <laughs> two years. I'm trying to exaggerate, <laughs> but yeah. So, kind of we move on slightly. But mm. you were speaking there about like you breaking into kind of the industry for for what's obviously it's cons- probably considered a male dominant industry. Mm-hmm. But 
at least for you, it seemed pretty natural. Do you, do you find mm. it was like that for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, really important question. Thank you guys for bringing it up um, as well, because it is something that um, would be good to talk about. I yeah. think um, from from my perspective, I've had a really positive time in gaming and like throughout the entire time, like my male colleagues in game, uh, my boss, everyone was entirely supportive and inclusive of the girls that worked in the store. There was never anything from them at all and even like events I went to things like that haven't crossed anyone in real life that is an, an issue and even so with Xbox like um I'm inspired by like so many strong female um colleagues and stuff around me but also likewise my male colleagues are c- incredibly supportive and um yeah just attentive to um issues and things like that so i feel really blessed that that's been my experience um i hope like nowadays just like the exposure to more females like in the gaming industry inspires more girls to also go for it um i think uh you know it's important with um maybe like female streamers and female professional gamers there's still like quite a a minority of them when you look at like the very top of the game um it is still very male dominated like you say especially esports but um there's loads of like other room like in development of games like i know like countless females are uh, have really cool jobs and also working in game and things like that gaming um so yeah i just i hope it i hope it like becomes a bit more of a norm we it looking at like figures and stuff like that not to sound boring but it does seem like there is more of a balance you just don't see it as much with maybe like with with the games you hear about like you think of fifa streamers and call of duty streamers and things like that like two of the best-selling games i'm just taking as an example um again male dominated but like think of games like animal crossing um and that is like there there's so many genres of games sorry that females do play and it's not it's maybe just not seen but the numbers are still there so hopefully yeah. um i mean it's just it's just i don't it really de- have the answer but it definitely does <laughs> seem like it's just a more popular th- like it doesn't seem <clears throat> like unusual to now see a mm. girl playing video yeah. games and girl yeah. gamers it just doesn't seem like it's it's good that way and it's a good thing that it's yeah. just it's just like well, it's just another girl playing video games like yeah exactly like, it's just just one yeah. it's good to see it's that's so see. encouraging because i think it should just be that at the end of the yeah. day like when i was growing up when i was growing up actually again i feel like i'm speaking from a complete position of privilege because my parents my family m- friends at school no one ever batted an eyelid that i was playing games or anything like that um no one has ever discouraged me that way um until like you get online <laughs> and it's just people that don't know you're like ha- haven't like seen the right role models or whatever and and that that is like a tricky subject but hopefully just just um like male influence from people like being like even large streamers playing with girls on the norm or just see uh, seeing that viewpoint is exactly I think what most people want is just like it's not a big deal it's not like why why does gender even need to come into it so yeah it's stupid I think I think we're getting there though definitely definitely I've definitely noticed more on well more so on Facebook 
um mm. like on the watch section if i'm scrolling through that and there's there's gaming feeds on it's mm. probably more on mine anyway but it's like a 50 50 that's um, cool. That's really you may be cool. getting three three guy streams and then there's a couple of girls and then you know it, it does seem to become more mm-hmm. norm which is a really good thing yeah absolutely i, I think am... it's also sorry sorry no Max. no you go first you go first i think i think it's also nice like you're saying about the different genres like mm. i think at least me and you and play a bit more games rather than just our usual fifa fifa and call of duty yeah. like we we will actually go and play all these different types oh, of games that just start when I forget about it yeah <laughs> I've got a kid now. Charlie, what was the last time you completed a PlayStation game? Oh, I, I keep buying them all as well. I'm them. Are you still on the salad game? Spider-Man I do that all the first time. Came out and you still haven't finished it. Aww. Oh, no. Jordan has frozen. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. back now. But yeah, I, there's so many games just sitting there collecting mm. dust and are still in wrappers. But yeah. but like you're saying, like it's nice to see all these different games being played rather than just the usual yeah it brings exposure to different genres as well yeah Mm. because there is so many good games out there that probably don't get the recognition they deserve as well a lot of indie games i think yeah don't get a lot enough recognition for even like being one or two folk that then eventually get eyes on them from youtube or twitch Mm -hmm. or anything like that and then they blow up automatically and then you find them getting like nominated for game of the year like journey I can't yeah. remember when that came out, but that got nominated for a game of the year when it came out. And mm-hmm. it was just an indie game made by mm-hmm. a few folk. Things like Among Us and like Fall Guys, like yeah. Yeah. were like tiny, tiny teams made them and things like that. And now uh Valheim as well, like just out of nowhere it is it crazy. Yeah. Um the amount of exposure games can get from streamers, like you say, is is insane. But um yeah, there's so many games out there, like you say, it's just it's not <laughs> it's it's maybe like more like the way people outside or maybe people that don't play any games they only know like the really big titles that are out every single year and so um when they see that they're like oh i don't i don't know any girls would like that when reality is like it's a multi-billion dollar industry across like the world so it's like it's a lot bigger than just a couple of games but yeah so uh, I'm going to jump on the back of you saying that you started working mm-hmm. conventions and stuff when you were uh, working at game. What were some of the best experiences you had or you have had working uh-huh. in the gaming industry, even from the beginning to now working at Xbox oh, while the gosh. Xbox One got released? and mm. Yeah. Like that? Oh, gosh. Yeah, there is so many. I have like I'm, I'm really grateful for like all the experiences I have had. Um, more recently since I've joined Xbox and specifically Xbox on um, being able to launch the Series X was absolutely insane like that was incredible and I feel like really grateful to be part of that we um, put on the launch stream for it so like uh, we did 6pm until midnight so I felt like Jackie Bird on Hogmanay like hosting <laughs> this launch event I thought it was just great and um, counting down to it and um, so that was sick like on on the front page of twitch we've done that like with a few events and things like that now um so so that's been incredible um also like one of my favorite things um and it's not happened too much because almost since the get-go with uh i started xbox on in february last year so obviously covid hit quite quick after that but um when assassin's creed valhalla just got released um 
I got to go away for the day with uh, Ubisoft UK and we did like a Viking Trials um, for Odin's Hootenanny is the um, show they called it. And that was like amazing because growing up, I remember when I was like on study leave from high school when I should have been studying, I was playing <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I was playing um, Brotherhood and Revelation and things like that. And um, getting to be involved with like a promotional event for a game that was incredibly special to me growing up was um, just unbelievable. And it was really good fun as well to play with a, a raven. Um, so that was that was pretty wild too. Um, <laughs> but going back to like game days, um, events were just like, events were they're pretty hardcore to work because you're you're on like the show floor I mean you have to like sorry you literally have to like build the a shop basically or uh, for like a day and a half um, and then you're the days are long because it's convention hours so um you're speaking to people constantly for about 12 hours and you have to tidy up and set up for the next day and things like that so they're long days but um it's incredibly fun like afterwards to um meet like so many people from um the events because everyone just kind of mingled together afterwards like at the local hotels or whatever um so yeah there's been a lot of fun nights out after that like um <laughs> ones I can't remember too but uh, <laughs> no um yeah that was good and like I say like the midnight launch events and stuff but um that's, that's me speaking a lot about like the high life and things like that I do very much like um the everyday normality sounds a wee bit boring but it's still really great um just meeting people I think is what really makes it for me um because I've made like so many good friends from my entire like working life really um that I hope I hope stay long uh lifelong but we'll see <laughs> and is there is there anything you'd sort of like to change in the gaming industry hmm what a change microtransactions <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a change uh, hackers yeah <laughs> fucking hackers. yeah there's a lot of things like that oh gosh if yeah if i had a magic wand then obviously i would make you know i'd, I'd let um you know a lot of people become like more involved in it i would love it to be like it is it's a huge industry and people um are very much catching up with it now um and it it would just be nice for it to be recognized as it is the fastest growing form of entertainment faster than like uh, film and tv and things like that and it's like for the world uh, how do i say it normies without being <laughs> derogatory <laughs> for normies to see like how um how positive it can be really a lot of the time it feels like not not so much nowadays but you know a few years back you just get really negative press about games like gta or things um that have have their place very much so um i'm a huge like rockstar fan but you need to be like conscious the same way like um, you would watch in Pulp Fiction or something like that. Um, so I'd, I'd like it to be more um, more appreciated, I think. That's what I'd say. Appreciated. I'd back that. Thank you. Do, do, you think, do you think, obviously, with likes of myself, I'm, God forbid I'm going to wait to turn 30, 
Mm-hmm. But do you think like obviously the likes of myself mm. like, started off like I grew up on the PlayStation One. Mm. Do you think that's pro- partially a reason why it's now picking up that all these like oh. obviously kids that grew yeah. up playing like the playstation one are now now grown into adults and they're still they've got money <laughs> they've, they've got, got their money. own money to spend now they don't have to ask their parents to buy it yeah well it's um, like callum's sitting there in his gaming room <laughs> and like, I, that's all i'm thinking about when i'm getting the new house is where's, where's the gaming room? <laughs> is there a spare room for the game that's so good <laughs> Um, well, he's bought a massive house. But my next one, my, like when next time we move, that's going to be like one of the points is how big can the next gaming yeah, room be? Gaming room B. How do you oh, think I feel? Amazing. I'm in my wardrobe and shit. <laughs> gaming wardrobe. That sounds okay. It's all you need. <laughs> yeah. That's so, not. I've got a PlayStation Five. It's fine. Oh, oh well done. That's cool. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sound count- condescending. I was that trying to so <laughs> Fuck yourself, oh, well fucking Xbox. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. No, no um, console wars, it's all good. No, they're long gone now. <laughs> so, Bex, within mm-hmm. in the future of gaming, where do you see yourself kind of going in the industry or do you see yourself sticking with the gaming industry full-time? Mm. Or- Gosh, do you know what... Um, I do not think of the future. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I uh, I'd love to stay in the gaming industry as long as I can. Um, I'd love it. I'd uh, I really enjoy the job I do now um, as Xbox on host because it is really varied. Like we get to do those live events, like host those and things like that. We get to stream almost uh, um, a few times a week and things like that. Um, I'm also like writing videos for YouTube, editing and posting TikToks, like coming up with like social strategy sometimes. Um, Like being involved in so many different like pots is really interesting. And I feel um, really uh, blessed to be in this position as well. Um, So I kind of want to like see where that, like my interest kind of take me. Cause again, when I I mentioned like studying marketing at Mm uni, um, my like dream job, would have been um like a community manager um specifically for like rockstar or bethesda or someone like that i thought that would be ace um so dealing with their socials like twitter etc um so and and that is still something like i am really interested in and enjoy when it does become like a wee bit part of my job or where i can for myself too um and i'd like to do some more like live hosting too um i've done a couple of things so far um so i'll see what that happens like i don't know if you guys know jessica chobot but she's like my absolute idol she was like very much in the forefront <laughs> of like <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs> very much in like uh, she was like a host on ign for years like hosted like loads of uh, every much like gaming news youtube channel there was or whatever and um, she's done it like hosted e3 etc um so it'd be really cool to do like some more of, of that like the the presenting and the hosting things um but eventually like if i can just become like a wee community manager or 
heck it like marketed director or something that's that's that'd be pretty sick like in a, a few decades time or whatever and um, when you're my age yeah yeah years of, of way in the future i can't even see that <laughs> just keep like. going Come yeah. when he's down. <laughs> just twisting the knife really isn't it? I'm sorry I've sorry. still got two weeks I've still got two weeks I'm still in my 20s <laughs> alright I'll always be a year behind you <laughs> you're all fucking old <laughs> so I'm going to jump on to you uh, mm. with Twitch a little bit with your streaming kind of career yeah. on the side of Xbox do you feel like once you start seeing uh, regular and familiar names pop up, it kind of feels more like a family basis type thing or feel more uh, comfortable speaking to them mm. once you see their names a few times pop up in the stream? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think like uh, that is why Twitch and, um, you know, like YouTube streaming and Facebook gaming as well are like so popular and um such an interesting form of content as well is because it is relational like you are you are like interacting right then you're not watching someone on tv that doesn't know who you are you get to see your name or whatever and yeah I'm incredibly grateful for uh the people I've met through twitch like some become my friends that started just chatting on twitch and um I think it is like a really special uh special bond I guess and it, it is pretty nice um i think a lot of streamers will probably feel the same way um yeah once you get to know like your regulars and then they become like your vips or your mods or anything like that um it's really cool and um and that's something i really like live events for as well like insomnia or um like xo19 is a good example too but or egx you know anything like that where you can have like community meetups or you just happen to be there at the same time and like I've met loads of people that way and that I knew first from Twitch chat so that's always really nice I like it it's a it's a good sense of community Um, and I think yeah the world could do more with that more nice friendships (laughs) (laughs) you kind of you kind of touched there on VIP Mm. and mods what are those (laughs) Oh, the uh, uh, <laughs> no one touches. I'm the only one that's going to be come on, 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 come Keith's sitting fucking frantically typing on his keyboard. <laughs> what is a mod on Twitch? <laughs> you, you help me out. Yeah, it's, it's just that. It's a moderator. So, like, just, yeah, if anyone's harassing you or whatever, being nasty or just, yeah, being a dick, then, yeah, ban them. Um, and if you can I get that job, please, because I love being You just have no followers. You, are the you have no followers if you were a mod. You'd just be like, nope. 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 Yeah, Cal, nope. just ban everybody for no fucking reason. Send like your name. Nope. <laughs> I am on the lookout for some mods, so if you guys are up for it, then that, that would be cool. I chat in, in you in. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, got any jobs going? <laughs> I don't own an Xbox, never have, but I'll work for Xbox if there's any going. There you go. This <laughs> might change your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't own one. Don't have the money. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so uh, a little change up obviously you've mm. touched on uh, obviously a few of the games and uh, things like that you quite enjoy but what's your what's your favorite style of game is it more like first person shooter open world or like role play sort of games um oh gosh i honestly i just i just love a lot of different games all the time um i'm i'm like i'm, I'm so i think of it like the same way i think of food because i always like a little bit of everything and it's really hard when i go to restaurants and things when they were a thing but um i i love like okay some of my favorite games are like the witcher 3 or skyrim so big open world rpgs fantastic sometimes though like i do just want to like completely um eviscerate my conscience and just like live through my sims and i love that i love the sims like i'll literally (laughs) just play that for like three days straight and then like not touch it for like a, a good few months um i love like mmos like i last year i got big into world of warcraft um during lockdown and that's so sick that's so sick like to play on your own but also like to play with friends i love how i love social games to be honest a lot of the time as well um and and with that like games uh fps too so i i've started out in cod like i was playing cod when i was still in school and things like that and then um that's what when i first started out streaming i primarily played as well so um that gave me like a good like boost into streaming too um and recently yeah i've been playing like valorant or whatever like comes out really um but yeah like i'll i'll i love horror games so much but i'm so scared to play them all the time like i'm not i was watching a stream on sunday and you're in the pause menu more than the actual (laughs) (laughs) no no don't roast me like that oh no that's so true it is true. <laughs> but um ooh, yeah no I, I yeah I do do that but uh, <laughs> I still love them that's why I love streaming them because it feels like I can never watch like horror movies or play horror games by myself but I, like my thinking is if I play it on Twitch then that kind of feels like I'm with other people so mm. that's why I do it there but yeah I just love all games sorry <laughs> I don't have a favorite I can't choose <laughs> there's too many with you saying that you love the sims so much i'm going to test you here oh what, great what's, what's the money cheat oh which one do you want there's mother load which is 50 oh, 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 not, not the mother load one <laughs> the other Ka-ching, one which is a thousand and there's rosebud and then there's um with the sims 4 i think you can just do money set with testing cheats on you can just do money set and then you can set like a number like that's far too easy. Like I remember back in the day when you had to type out Rosebud and then all the dots and shit for ages to get so much money. My mom still remembers GTA San Andreas cheats for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. That's because I used to put them in all the time. <laughs> Do you remember you used to have like an A4 sheet of paper just like I know, I had a little, little scribble down. I had a fucking at school. <laughs> I used to buy magazines so I could get the cheap books. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Demo desk on magazines were so good yes. as well. Oh so yes, good. definitely. Okay. Like that's how that's I just uh, got spiral my time. Oh, oh that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one level, and then it cuts off the media. It's like okay, yeah. that's not fun. Like play that one level was for the like first game I ever had on the <laughs> PS2. Oh, I'm I'm old and had it on the PS1. Yeah, so... I had it. Yeah. Well, PS1 when... came out when I was just born, so. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull mine out of loft and see if I've still got it on the memory card. <laughs> that was one thing. So I recently mm. bought. Well, I say recently. This was about a year or two ago. Recently bought uh, PlayStation One again, 
mm-hmm. and I started I think like a, bo- a like an actual one not like yeah, a, yeah the, like a real yeah the real, mini ones well, real I- original mm-hmm. and then I bought Harry Potter for it like <laughs> I can't I remember what Harry was uh-huh. but I loved that game when I was younger uh-huh and then I was playing it, playing it, and I must have put about, I don't know, three hours, four hours in it uh-huh. and completely forgot you needed a memory card. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, fuck! No. I was so used to now auto-save. Auto-save. Just, yeah. That I, hey, I, I don't like, even trust auto-save. Yeah, auto-save. <laughs> like three saves afterwards as well. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. But I got so deep in it, completely forgot memory card. Oh. So start again. That is, <laughs> that is tragic. Yes. <laughs> that tragic. Cried. I'm going to jump on the back of that. And since you didn't give us an answer for your favorite game, okay. what was your favorite console that you ever played? I must not say PlayStation. I must not say PlayStation. No, it's fine. Um, oh, do you know what? Like, so I went, I went Xbox original to a Wii, like, okay, here's a complete self-roast, Wii but we, <laughs> I, that's, when I say I started on Call of Duty, I started on Call of Duty on the Wii. Like, it was <laughs> oh, even fucking like, Jesus. What? Is that even a thing? Yeah, I even Yeah, I think that would be better. I played it, yeah. Zelda like that and it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, I was playing like World of War and Modern Warfare 1 on that. Oh, Jesus. Um, I had the Wii and then I had the PlayStation 3 and then I got the PS4 when that like first launched and then the Xbox One when that launched obviously because I I'd started working for game um a couple of weeks before the PS4 launch I think that was a that was a huge thing actually that was really cool to um work the Xbox One launch and the PS4 launch Xbox One launch at game and then a few years later be like working for xbox uk like to launch the series x and be involved with like the actual like live stream official live stream stuff that was pretty like mind-blowing as well but um and then i've got a switch so right now i've got the series x the xbox one um ps4 pro and a switch and a pc um and and i completely again i say this from uh, i i feel very blessed that i am able to have all that i don't have a ps5 yet though to be fair um but we'll see about that I when one for they a get... thousand pound if you want <laughs> yeah, <do. laughs> i spent my whole week trying to get callum one and i haven't had any fucking luck Aww. ask me my postcode and i'm like oh he's got me one it's just in case I managed to get it's just in case i can get you one and i can send you that's the only reason i need your address Aww. fucking asshole <laughs> Should have got one on day one. So, so did you not? So did you not have an Xbox 360? Not until not until after I'd played the Xbox One, and then I bought oh, a 360 like after. So yeah, I missed I missed like the whole like Xbox 360 party thing. I was just sitting on my Wii <laughs> by myself. Thank <laughs> God, everyone's over on 360. I'm just like pointing with the gun. <laughs> this is fun. Walking around the living room. That's been that's been one of my favorite. My favorite consoles, I'm not gonna lie. That's probably, I think if you put the, awesome. if you put awesome like a console. fucking questionnaire out for consoles, yeah. 360 would come up on top. I think for a lot of folk. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Awesome, I think that innovated awesome, a lot awesome. of stuff mm. for consoles, especially online as well. It started. It yeah, moved, it was that kind of point yeah. where things went. They had the movement for online. Yeah. 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 It is really Definitely like one. interesting, like looking back at the history of the different consoles and things like that, and seeing which ones like started what 
to begin with and stuff yeah it's really cool um but in, yeah i got i got appreciation for all of them i think mm. <laughs> <laughs> so no definitive answer there either <laughs> shocking <laughs> i just i just love everything i'm so sorry <laughs> right it's the spice of life or something like that i don't know <laughs> With what you. about you guys? What are your favorite consoles? Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> were you even? You were what? No, were I wasn't. But I had one. Oh, that's cute. I've never played had it Atari after well. I'd used it. <laughs> I got an Atari, and I've got a SNES. I've got fucking all of them. Oh, very good. See, I went. I went PlayStation, PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, and then Xbox 360. Ah. All of them for me were awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think 360 for me was my favorite mm-hmm. out, of, out of them all. Mm. I think my Max. least favorite was a PS3. Yeah, massive. It was a too far too big. Bit of shit. That was a terrible <laughs> console. Oh, oh yeah, the original one. I had the PS3. Super Slim, so it was like no. a, a nice and dinky. But yeah, the the, the we had two original, original ones. We had and they two were originals. <laughs> they were you honestly thought the house would off. <laughs> 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 they didn't have the fucking heating on. It was just the fucking PlayStation. <laughs> to be fair, my PlayStation 4 is getting like that. Like it was, it was the other night. I was sitting downstairs and I was doing an update for FIFA, I think, mm. or COD, and I'm um, sitting watching TV. And then all I hear is the fans <laughs> kick in, and I'm like, "Update's finished." <laughs> yeah, Go play my game now. As well. <laughs> you need to get like how we um compressed air thing. That's that's good for like fans and stuff like that. I'm not going to even touch it because if I like, think if I went anywhere near it, it'll just die on me. <laughs> so I'm just going to okay. hold out and hope that it doesn't die before I get a five. No. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll we'll move we'll move away from consoles and stuff a little bit and mm-hmm. and go back to you kind of touching on um, conventions. What would be mm-hmm. one of your favorite convent gaming conventions or Comic Con conventions to kind of go to? Hmm um hmm. i i would love to go to like any of the ones in america because i haven't done that yet like i used to i used to be really big into destiny as well so like guardian con sounds fun um e3 for sure like one day gosh um we were supposed to go obviously last year but mm-hmm. and i was so excited honestly when i got told that i was like because that that was been a dream of mine since you know uh, gosh since i knew what e3 was and i was like sitting up until 3 a.m watching it and i was like that's so cool younger and doing that (laughs) yeah literally um i was like this is so cool watching all the game trailers or whatever um and just the hype people felt like when new things are um announced oh it's so cool so one day one day when um live events are a thing again but um yeah do you know what insomnia is ace fun it really is they like uh, it's normally based in like Birmingham so like it's a wee bit of a check for like us us all up north but um yeah I just like anything with like a good wholesome gaming presence and with a bar and I'm there it's all good <laughs> cannot go wrong with that <laughs> I haven't um I haven't been to EGX either uh I don't think no um so I'd like to go to that but yeah Comic-Con is really cool Comic-Con is always so fun do you know because I love like um there's so many cosplayers and it's incredible like how talented people are and how creative they are to bring all these characters to life but it's just such a vibe to like be surrounded by people who feel 
at home and like feel like included and stuff and I really like that I think for live events and stuff that's really important to me like that people feel in a in a good place and stuff mm-hmm. like that so um yeah any event that kind of brings that I'm I'm down for awesome I do yeah. enjoy I do enjoy seeing I think is it San Francisco is that the big one in America uh one of the bigger ones i kind of remember usually in la isn't it yeah it's like at the the la convention center or something like that there's like the hotels are quite famous like um it's one of the bigger comic cons Mm -hmm. i can't remember what one but oh yeah san diego Comic Con. san diego sorry Mm -hmm. san diego yeah but i always love seeing like the next day and you just see all the cosplayers and all the all the different costumes and stuff it's awesome yeah it's cool to see just it's how creative some of these people are Mm -hmm, totally some of them just they they're cheap, but they work. Yeah. Some, yes, some folks' absolutely. fucking imagination yeah. for it is nuts. Like the amount of hours yeah. that they put into actually building a costume for mm-hmm. it is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, huge respect for anyone that does that. I'm yeah. too lazy to do it, and also <laughs> too much of a perfectionist to not do it right. So it's 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 not worked out for me so far. But yeah, it's, it's incredible to see other people do it. I love it. I think so one cool. of my favorite ones I've ever seen was there's some guy's got like a full stormtrooper outfit. And he's like oh, painted yeah. it like a red Adidas trackie. <laughs> so oh, got yes. like the stripes down yeah. the sides and he wears a big gold chain and carries a boombox. <laughs> it's so absolutely cool. amazing. Fucking allergy yeah. of stormtroopers. <laughs> My favorite one's got to be a guy done Pickle Rick, but it's when he's got the the like robot arms when he's fighting the rats. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. That's his. <laughs> yeah. That's right, cool. I'm gonna close the interview off with a deep question for us. Oh, uh, well, it's for me and Jordan, me, Jordan, and Callum here. Yeah. When are you joining the boys in Verdansk? Oh, Grace! Oh, Grace! I was, I was taking myself up to think. <laughs> oh no, like don't answer this wrong. Um, Any time, bro. Honestly, like Bex underscore bomb. Just, just add me up, and i'll carry you to at least 30th place you and sitting there going thank fuck i don't have to do it thank fuck i don't have to do it myself Aww. how difficult it is it's shite yeah. that's why we put in bad lobbies though is because of you yeah mm. even you're not there junior We're... we get dubs all the time we just don't play <laughs> you have a great time even i get kills top, when you're not playing top one percent in warzone man fucking i can't help it are you actually shut up yeah are you joking <laughs> No. Yin. Oh my god. A, a, a 2.20 KD. I'm flying high. 2.2. Yeah. That, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should yeah. You should stream, awesome. shouldn't you? You should stream. <laughs> no, he Why shouldn't because he would be banned within 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. No. Nah, I would, I'm, I don't much, to be honest. Yeah, I just say you don't swear too much. Hmm. No, I don't speak too much. All oh, right. I thought you said I don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you said all the time. No, you should go into that. Absolutely. If you, yeah. If you're there, you go. There you go, Junior. There you go. I'll I'll start it up. I'll start the potato salad Twitch channel up. There we go. Yeah. Why don't you guys stream? Sorry. We've been trying to think about it. So. Wait. What? I've said. I've said. I've said. Jordan's wanting to push it hard. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll rack your brains on the streaming side off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Sorry, viewers. It's too. It's too technical for this old guy here. <laughs> I'll write it down. It's all good. <laughs> Send me in a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> Hand uh, letter. Anyway, pigeon. <laughs> anyway, Bex, it's been an absolute pleasure talking gaming and the likes. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. It's been good. 
no yeah, problem at all thank you for having thank me you, guys Bex. oh hopefully speak to you guys all very very soon and hopefully see us in a pub somewhere for a pint <laughs> at some point yes definitely agreed definitely. awesome awesome cheers Bex. big thanks to bex for joining us on the pod today i think she was awesome i think she was a good laugh you can tell she knows how to to chat she loves a chat chat. it it was good she was our first first female on the podcast and i think it was a good one yeah it was cracking yeah yeah it was really good it was awesome to get kind of a deep dive into the the gaming world like behind the scenes obviously we're just used to just chucking on our playstation and playing and that's it but mm-hmm. there's a lot lot more goes on and i think i think we've maybe got a new career for junior yeah Hopefully. i have actually been looking into it <laughs> quite right quite, quite right yeah, absolutely i think she even she was shocked that you had your kd <laughs> <laughs> i just uh, i've been looking into it once she said it but fucking i was i was happy to have her on especially i think just obviously being as you call me a massive virgin <laughs> but I, I i especially enjoyed it getting to hear a bit of the background of it and how she started and stuff that she actually does obviously you only see mm-hmm. her on the stream you don't actually see the fucking behind the scenes of it getting ready for the streams and everything like that it was nice to hear the insides and out of it mm-hmm. i think we've been pretty fortunate as well because we could have just went with a guy that games because there's plenty of them that kick about our area that we could have pulled on that stream and whatnot. Yeah. But we're fortunate that Bex comes from Aberdeen and you know, me and Jordan have dealt with her before for previous ventures. Um, I'm fortunate that she's involved with Xbox. So I think it's worked out fantastically. Perfect, yeah, yeah. Um, and it lets everybody kind of see into the female side of the industry, which is fantastic that it's catching up um, yeah. and becoming so much more mainstream as well. So. I think I think for the likes of her, it just seemed very natural. Like we mm-hmm. kind of discussed it in the in the episode about how it shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a topic. Should be a, should be a stigma. Like you, like you shouldn't you shouldn't be speaking about male or female gamer. It's just yeah. a gamer. Just She's just gamers. a gamer. Yeah, yeah, that's all she is, and mm-hmm. it's exactly what she is. and she. The, like she, she's even said it herself about like being an average gamer but she just enjoys gaming yeah and you, yeah. she you is like just that. a gamer through and through though isn't yeah. she yeah and just loves everything about yeah, it loves it absolutely loves it and it's kind of encapsulates kind of all the things that are kind of good about it as well yeah yeah mm-hmm. because it, it's nice to hear it not being taken too too serious yeah like it's just for the fun of it yeah which and was the, fact really nice can, the fact that she turned that into her job as well yeah, like, it I mean, sounds like she actually incredible gets to do something that. she loves. Yeah, like, that's that's the absolute dream, isn't it? Though, just to do absolutely what you love, what you love, yeah, as a job, and, uh, and, it, must... and it doesn't stop you loving it either. I think that's yeah, no. what's the that's what's the best thing about it is that she's not sitting there going, "Oh, it's an absolute drag." It's like I absolutely love this, and it's what I love. I've always loved. And it's doing. not a fucking easy job either. Like, streaming's a, not no. easy. I have a feeling though that's why she's gotten the job is because her her enthusiasm for gaming. Yeah, yeah showing through and we, we heard it on the episode their enthusiasm yeah. for it it's, it was awesome it's awesome here yeah yeah awesome and it was pretty cool speaking about how uh when she's at xbox they just go into a room and just have two consoles and crack on yeah, just play. <laughs> yeah. imagine just showing up on a monday it's like yeah. right and you go, <laughs> what am i playing today boys ah you're going to be playing some um call of duty later on yeah. you'll be playing some skyrim ah fuck that sounds good to me yeah. when's lunch <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, I'll, we'll kind of move on a little bit. So I got a message this week of a guy called Ross Sangster. A few of us 
probably know him. He's a fan at the the hockey for Aberdeen, and he's he's done shitloads for charities in the past few years. More specifically, cancer charities. He's done. He held. I think he, they only got to hold one like cancer ball. I think. Can you guys remember? I think I think it was I, only one. So it was, I think it was one. him and him and his brother had set up this. And I think his, their dad as well. I think they unfortunately lost their mum to cancer. So they they set all this up. They've done amazing work. They've been doing amazing work. They they're just constant. They're workhorses on this stuff. But they've just recently set up a small group of like hockey fans, and they've kind of come together because of the ice hockey community. I think they're from various various places in the U well, in Scotland, sorry. And they've started this this group and it's called Scottish Ice Hockey Fans Fighting Cancer. They're on Facebook. We can you can all jump on and and find their their Facebook and they're they're selling a jersey at the moment. And it's all it's all been towards obviously the cancer charities, but it's been split between clan cancer support, friends of Anchor and the Greg Stephen Memorial, that's where all the profits are going to. And these boys and everyone that's kind of obviously involved in it, hats off to them. Oh, like, absolutely. We, us guys, we've we've had it hit close to home. Mm-hmm. Like my mum, she had breast cancer. You guys, you can kind yeah, of chat Callum's with. mum had breast yeah. cancer as well. Yeah. Your mum, I lost my gran to cancer. Like, yeah, same. It hits, it hits us all. It hits mm-hmm. everyone, I think. Probably like one in two people nowadays. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't care who you it's, are. Nah. No, no, it it doesn't. It definitely and doesn't. The work that these guys are doing, honestly, hats off to them. Yeah, so, incredible stuff. Yeah, incredible. Honestly, good, great guys and the people involved. So if you get a chance. Yeah, get a, if you get a chance, head over at their Facebook. I'll see you again. Get yourself I think a jersey. What, what, what we'll do is we'll we'll post it on yeah. we'll post it yeah. on the, on we'll, the page. We'll, we'll link like you guys on. to it. Um, yeah. And so if you can, it's... give them a donation. Even if you're not buying yeah. the top, give them a is donation. Like, even I think the yeah, tops are. You can customize the tops as well, can't you? Names, numbers, that sort of stuff. Yeah, too. you can put your name and numbers on it and everything. You could do, like probably nice ways like put the name or number, like family member and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome idea. So it's Scottish yeah. ice hockey fans fighting cancer over on Facebook. Give them a like, follow them, support them because their guys are doing shit awesome work. Everything, yeah. yeah, guys are doing awesome work. But you know what time it is, boys. Salad dressing. Starting off with game of the week this week, we've got our we've got our guest giving us the game of the week. Bex, what have you got? What's up, guys? Bex here with your recommendation for game of the week. Um, I think you should be playing Fallout Shelter. Now, don't get me wrong. This game has been out for quite a while, but it started off as like a mobile and tablet game. It's free to download right now. So you can, yeah, I think you can still download it on your phone if you wanted to. But I've been playing it on console. And honestly, at the moment, um, when I want to switch off and pretend like everything is okay i just turn on fallout shelter at the end of the day and just look after my wee dwellers it's just like (laughs) 2d lovely obviously fallout um artwork and good vibes like that the cartoony happiness of vault boy makes me very happy as well and i think that's just great for anyone that's looking for a little bit of just switch offness for me, I that's spent it, a lot of money and it's free. On that game. 
you spent money on it it's free yeah yeah but i don't like waiting for things so i bought i bought caps to speed the process along oh, pay to win you and please Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> real gen, real gen. yeah <laughs> oh i hate i hate waiting for things to finish i'm like yeah i'm fucking 19 pound okay caps ago oh my god no but that's half the fun because i like doing that and then also like just watching tiktok on my phone at the same time so it's a win-win in my books <laughs> gaming and not there you go awesome so we'll move on to movies and series of the week, and I'm I'm taking this one this week, and I'm I'm going with Santa Clarita Diet. Mm. So it's it's like a horror comedy. I'm I'm going to think of it as Walking Dead meets Modern Family. And if none of you have, I don't think any of you have seen it, have you? No, no, no. I've I seen it. Tell about the stunt silence. The yeah. and you can... <laughs> Continue. <laughs> So it's good. It's Drew Barrymore who's like the main character with her husband, and they're like realtors. What? And it it can yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it kind of it it's a weird one. It kind of starts off as this like it is like a bit Modern Family ass. It's got this bit of comedy in it. And then it kind of takes a turn, and it gets really funny after that. And there's a few few kind of cameos in it and stuff. It's it's an awesome comedy. It's a good fun watch. I must admit. So oh. that's that's why I'm going with it. I, I think you should watch it. Where can you where, where can you find it on? Said it's it. a it's a Netflix yeah. original. Is it? Yeah. Un- unfortunately, they've went and fucking canned it, but there's only three <laughs> seasons. There's three seasons, so it's a quick, easy watch. It's a fun one. It's a fun. I was really one. hoping you were going to say the title with an accent. To be quite honest with you, what accent <laughs> would I go with? Santa Clarita Diet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. We've got album of the week this week, and it's Junior. What have you got for us? Uh, I'm going to go for Man on the Moon 3 by Kid Cudi. Um, it's the trilogy closing off album of the Man on the Moon that started back in 2009. And I'm going to say it's probably my favourite uh, favorite hip-hop album that's probably come out in the last few years mainly because the artwork on it as well it's pretty nice not, really, not even the music it's just the artwork really that captures my attention to it <laughs> but the music's also really good i think you should give it a listen uh yeah that's what i'll go with i've not listened to it but something i miss no. about albums is like you know the artwork mm. i like I having an actual physical copy of it yeah like i used to well more so now i, I do get records and like display the records because i like the artwork so much and you're old and i'm old <laughs> Yeah, this is like records from when I was born. Like, I don't buy them now. It's just my old records. That's what it is. <laughs> original release. Yeah, original release. <laughs> Michael Jackson bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, move, moving on. We've got Restaurant of the Week with our local fat boy Slim. So, so uh, it's not really a restaurant. Um, more of a bakery slash coffee house. I'm going with the bread maker on Rosemount Viaduct. So I discovered this place um, kind of when I was getting tattooed when stopped for lunch. We'd nip out around the corner, go and grab myself a little panini or something. Um, so if you're out and about in town, and I, they are still open, so you can go in and, and grab yourself something to eat. Their stuff is dynamite, like cakes, freshly made. Um, Cake cake and your paninis and everything all that, they're all made in-house fresh bread every day and it smells fantastic mm. also 
something that I love the fact that they do is they, they help adults with uh, learning difficulties. So they take them in and kind of train them up on cooking and stuff like that. I think that's just awesome. That is awesome. That, that is awesome. awesome. Support local. Yep. Hi. <laughs> right, guys. I think that rounds up today's podcast. Agreed. Agreed. I would say so. So we'll catch you all next week for episode seven when we'll be sitting down with Australian international and Hibs winger Martin Boyle. We'll love you and leave you. Cheers. <laughs>